Welcome to the talk show for talkers from irishtalkers.com. Welcome back to the talk show for talkers here on irishtalkers.com and part four, the final part of this week's show. And I am sorry to say that it's down to me to enthrall you for the next 10 to 12 minutes. And I shall do my best, as I always do. But I'm not going to do it on my own. I have Mr. Omani here. Well, to, can I ask to you to me? please delete the phrase, <laughs> as I always do, because it plays the role of undermining what went before. I'm going to do my best. As I always do means, oh, she's going to do just the usual stuff. But instead, the audience were primed for, I'm going to enthrall you, and I'm going to do my best. Not yeah, my you see, this is, the trouble is, you see, one always has this feeling of inadequacy, doesn't one? That no. Whilst, whilst one is trying hard, and yet, oh, that audience out there, they're going to be yawning. <gasps> oh, 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 here no. she is again. No, the, hey, only let's, people, let's, let's, the only people <laughs> who are like that are people who have an absolutely unpleasant internal voice telling them that they are not good enough. And Moira, you are good enough. Thank you, Paul. I... Uh, <laughs> Listeners, we had a long conversation during the break uh, about uh, this being praised. Being praised, and uh, I'm afraid I, I find difficulty. Yes, let's press on. If you'd listened to the earlier segments in this show, you will have known that uh, we illustrated Mr. Florian Merck. Um, if you didn't listen, well, let me tell you just a little bit about him. He's a German, lives in. Barcelona in Spain. He is a keynote speaker and a trainer. And he also designed a very interesting board game called Rhetoric. And I do strongly recommend that you go to the Play Store or the, uh, the App Store and download this game. It is not cheap, but it is a, an excellent, excellent game for impromptu speaking. Anyway, that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is something that uh, Florian Merck put up on his Instagram. And it's a thing with nine boxes about things that we can gain from public speaking. Now, we often think about public speaking as being something, well, we're doing something for other people. We're only doing it for other people. But learning how to be a good public speaker actually does an awful lot for us as speakers. Now, this particular image that Florian put up has nine boxes, and I'm just going to read them through very quickly. Say challenge, creativity, kick, confidence, charisma, recognition, connection, growth, and in the middle, all these things we're working into impact. So let's have a little look at what Florian says, and we can discuss it as we go along. He says, public speaking is a great challenge, but wouldn't life be boring without challenges? That's number one. And we do challenge ourselves every time we stand up in front of an audience to give a speech. And think about it, if it wasn't challenging, would we be getting anything out of it? Let alone, would our audience be getting anything out of it? We need to be challenging ourselves in order to improve. And we should always be aiming to improve in whatever we do. 
Let's go on to number two, creativity. Public speaking calls for your creativity. What to say and how to say it. This really, it should be, it should go without having to say it. But of course, every time you sit down to write a speech, you're, you are calling upon your creativity to try to craft a speech in the best way that you know that you can get over your point to an audience in the most endearing and memorable way. So that's creativity. Now this one I had to think about when I saw the, the image. It says kick. K-I-C-K? K-I-C-K. All right, so for kicks. Okay, well, yeah, exactly. It, public speaking, he says, public speaking is a bungee jump for free. <laughs> what an adrenaline kick every time. And listeners, this is so true. I, I don't think I would be exaggerating to say that every time I get up to deliver a speech or a table topic or an evaluation, that I come away from that Toastmasters meeting on a high. And I know I've, I've heard this said by many Toastmasters in my life. It's something that gives us that adrenaline kick. Now, we've just, uh, I say we've just, I have just finished my path in our contests. Unfortunately, I made a complete utter mess of my contest speech in our division, so didn't place. <clears throat> and quite rightly so. No, you'd never but have beaten the winner. You oh, could have I, done your well, very best speech, yes, but the person I, who won the speech contest I is agree. so good that uh, you could never have beaten them. Now, there's a challenge for you next year, <laughs> well, right? let's say I couldn't have beaten him because A, he was a good speaker and he did deliver his speech well, but B, it was about cancer. And okay. he tugged at the emotions and it's very difficult to beat a speaker, a speaker like that. Of course, if it was a bad speaker, that would be different. But uh, anyway, let's, let's press on because uh, time is limited, as they say. By the way, I was teasing you. You could easily beat him next year. Oh, maybe. Easily. Maybe, but easily. my speech, my, I grant you my speech, even if I'd given it properly, as I should have done, <laughs> uh, it would have not have beaten his speech. But I might have got second or third. I might. <laughs> Did you get adrenaline, by the way, Absolutely. from that experience? Absolutely. Did you really? Oh, yes. Oh, I, right. No question. All no right. Question. Was that the kind of adrenaline <laughs> which made you want to run away, or the kind of adrenaline which made you want to stay? Uh, very good question. I, you come I, back <laughs> to that on another program. No, definitely to stay. Yeah. To stay, yeah. yeah. Okay, next one is uh, confidence. Okay, this is a no-brainer, isn't it? Public speaking boosts your self-confidence. You can fail, yes, but in the end, every failure will make you grow stronger and believe more in yourself. Okay, that's Florian Merck's words. But uh, it's very true, isn't it? Yeah, my performance in our contest was a disaster, but I learned from it. I learned a lot from it, actually. I, I was having a bad day at the office, but that didn't excuse the fact that I had not given myself the right prompts to pick up on the things that I knew I had problems in remembering. 
You need and to discuss all this with your mentor. You know that. Uh, uh, you really should, you know. Absolutely. We can't all be your mentor here on this program. <laughs> no, but I'm, oh, using, I'm using that as yes. an example. Come yeah. on. No. I, and no, it didn't. It, it, it was a failure, yes, but it did not break my confidence because I learned from it and I've learned that next time I go do a contest speech, I've got to make sure that I have those right prompts for the things that maybe I'm not going to find so easy to remember. So I'm happy with it. Next one, charisma. I love that word, charisma. Public speaking is a fertilizer of charisma. Over time, you transform your body language, your voice, your eye contact. You turn into your version of Leonidas. So that's Florian's words. Who was Le Leonidas? Le Leonidas. Leonidas, Leonidas was, was, a, was a Greek, wasn't he? But really? No, neither of us are certain who Leonidas no. was. Did he, <laughs> did he refer to Leonidas? Leonidas, he did indeed, yeah. yes. Yeah, it's very important to you know, impress your audience with your erudition by referring to people they've never heard of uh, so that they can feel inadequate. Well, you know what I do? Every time I hear something like that, I immediately get my phone out and I look up Leonidas and it says the first things to come up are Leonidas chocolate shop, Leonidas ah, fresh Belgian chocolate. Leonidas chocolate. No, he was a warrior king of the Greek city-state of Sparta. Mm. So there you are. Okay, but he also uh, and is yet another piece of the seventeenth of the Adriad line. Yes. Okay. Chocolate and yeah. it is a literary. <laughs> and we, di we digress. Yes. We digress. Charisma. Charisma. Mm -hmm. It it helps us to create charisma in ourselves. That we come over as a charismatic person to our audience. Lifts your self esteem, I suppose. Would that be mm, yeah. the mechanism by which it Works. Yeah, I and mean, what is charisma? Charisma is an aura, isn't it? It's not something that you can uh, put your finger on and say. But charisma is something that is it creates an aura of force of personality. Yeah, it's a dynamic. It's a dynamic personality mm. which has yeah. the effect of causing yeah. people to put their trust in your character yep. as a result of the force of your personality. Yeah as opposed to by the uh, track record of your ethics. Yes. Okay, so the next one is recognition. It feels great when people come to me after a speech and say, well done, public speaking is recognition. Recognition, yeah, so next one, connection. Public speaking is connection, connection with human beings. What a wonderful experience. Public speaking makes you grow. Period. So that's two again, connection and growth. Connection with your audience. We talked about that earlier, and it was covered in Florian's video that we played to, for you in the second part. It's also a very nice feeling, the feeling that you, you're connected, that yeah. you, you belong here, yeah. you, you know, you and the audience are one, and in that sense, yeah. speaking you notice people listening to you, that's a form of acceptance. You notice yourself feeling relevant, so you feel connected. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, yeah, so it's a good feeling to feel connected. And hearing laughter is one of the most obvious signs that you have connected with the audience, because when your audience laugh, assuming they're not laughing at you, but they're laughing with you or at your joke, 
then you know you have connected. At a business conference, by the way, you know that you've connected with your audience when they're not looking at their iPhones. This is, <laughs> this is you know, very absolutely. true. Absolutely. <laughs> you, you, know, you know, that's a very yeah. good measure. It's nothing to do with laughter. As soon as they are actually paying attention to you, you know that you've made a connection. And the easiest thing is, are they sending text messages or are they, are they updating their LinkedIn? Yes, or sending a, a photograph or, to Facebook of how uh, stupid you look on stage or something like that. So is there one more? <laughs> no, it's, it's just two. Well, we haven't really covered growth, but uh, public speaking makes you grow, period. Growth? That is. Growth, yeah, definitely. Uh, I've certainly grown as a person hugely in the five years I've been in Toastmasters. I'm sure you could say the same. I think anybody who has been in Toastmasters for more than a month or two mm. would say the same, that... It oh, Toastmasters definitely makes you grow. It My you waistline grow has gone up at least uh, <laughs> half an inch from, from the, uh, the biscuits that we get at half time during meetings. That's very no true. No problem at all, definitely. Toastmasters makes you grow. Okay. So, the last one, which every, all those individual pieces feed into, and Florian calls it the best, you can impact upon people's lives in the most positive of ways. Being a public speaker involves creating impact. Is he talking, do you think, in this, because you've read the background to this more than I have, is he talking about you know, being a speaker, being an individual addressing a group? Or is he talking about being a speaker who, if there were six of us sitting around a table here, who speaks? at a certain point in the conversation. Is he talking about somebody who's actually on the agenda, let's Well, say? I don't think it makes oh, any difference. Any difference. Right. I think it's exactly the same. Yeah. If you can create impact in a small group, in a one-to-one -one situation, in a, a vast auditorium with a thousand people, it makes no difference. Because at the end of the day, it's a horrible expression, but I'm going to stick with it, you are actually talking only to one person. If we're eight people sitting around here, and even if we're just having a cup of uh, tea during the interval at Toastmasters, it is indeed uh, rising to the challenge to say something in the mm -hmm. little group. Yes. It, uh, it is an opportunity for you to use your creativity and experience yourself as being creative by saying something that will at least arrest the attention of the audience, hold, yes. that somehow or other you're going to get some kind of a kick out of it with a bit of adrenaline, right? That's an opportunity. Yep. Your, your confidence is going to rise every time you do it because even if your confidence was low last time, a bit more practice will make your confidence rise. Mm -hmm. You will get some more experience of your using your personality. You'll become a more, a stronger, uh, emotional influence on other people. Other people will give you some recognition and most importantly you'll give yourself some recognition. You'll be connected in with the group while you're speaking, uh, while you're taking the risk of speaking take, and, and you will grow as a person. So all in all you would want to say that Florian has provided a useful checklist, or no, not a useful checklist, a, a useful advert for opening your mouth in the first place. You couldn't have put it better than Florian himself. Sorry, you did put it better than Florian himself. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
No, well, that brings us very, very neatly to the end of the show. Thank you all for listening. Do come back again next week when hopefully Ted Benanti might be with us again. Oh, the real star will return. Yes, Thank indeed. goodness. So from myself, Moira O'Brien, and from... Paul Omani. We will bid you goodbye and see you next week. Bye for now. The Talk Show for Talkers is published every Friday afternoon at 4pm Dublin time. Check on our website, irishtalkers.com, for more information.